He was the last man to bear a scar. A scar of the old world. He re-emerged as the second man. The prototype for a new generation of incorruption. A heavenly man. Who is this man? And what is this mystery? Boy, this is a radical day and a radical night to be on the mic. I'm really excited. I'm super jazzed. God is absolutely lifting the seal and he's showing me what he's put on the inside of me. This is absolute moment where you're going to get some major breakthrough. You're going to get some radical transformation. You're going to get some prophetic cues that are unrivaled in the kingdom because I'm a unique individual that has unique experiences with Jesus on a daily basis okay so I'm, I'm, I'm opening up okay and I've had some healthy action to the word today because I'm telling you what folks God is all about putting feet to the word that's on the inside of you co-creating your future prophetically and with one another I was just in a major uh, shift in focus today I was kind of had some downtime in between uh, contacts with people and uh, and I was really just kind of digging in just kind of digging into fellowship with God and tell you what I was absolutely getting sick and tired of just fellowshipping with God because he's been my only friend largely through this pandemic process that we've been going through I mean he's I've had a lot of people reject me turn me away I've had to get serious in warfare I've had to absolutely confront some people in love and rebuke them and uh, straighten them up so to speak and tell them hey man you're more you're worth more to me than than what you're acting and uh, it's time to get real it's time to hear what the Lord is saying you know and talking to people and saying hey do you want to hear what God's saying about you do you want to hear what God is saying about your season do you want to hear what God is saying about your future do you want to hear what God's saying about the pandemic and speaking into these people's lives. Well, today I was just enjoying fellowship with God, and I was like, boy, i got to get outside this house. i got to do something with what you've given me, God. And he brought me somebody across my mind that I met in the alley, shoveling gravel, very distrodden, downtrodden person. And I shared my testimony, not out of religious duty, just going up, talking to a neighbor. Just shared my testimony of financial relief. And uh, he was connecting the dots, and he was brightening up, and he was just making some really intelligent comments. And uh, he walked his way, and he was impacted, and he was just thinking about a hundredfold, and thinking about my testimony. And I could tell he was changed in his thinking, just by talking about nature, just talk, talking about corn seed, and feeding people in Sudan desert with cornmeal. 
boy, it just really shook this man and made him think. And I thought, well, Lord, what would what would it be like if I just knocked on the guy's door and just made a friendly neighborly comment and say, hey, what's going on today? And just start talking with the guy. Don't even know the guy. And uh, don't even know really in perspective what he thinks about eternity. You know, I don't even know that. Just walk in the door and we're in conversation and immediately I kind of saw the atmosphere and I was like, man, this guys he's kind of lonely. He kind of needs an ear. I mean, not thinking, you know, sorrowful about him as far as a bad person. I'm just looking at his love as a human being, his, his need for fellowship. And I just sat down and didn't know what to think, you know. I didn't didn't know what he was going to speak and didn't know what I was going to speak. Just sitting in the presence of God and acknowledging his spirit, and acknowledging his his full potential of consciousness in Christ. And so we started talking about the mind of Christ today. Started talking about some deep things about light and spectrum and polarity of thought, whether it's whether it's the spirit of God or whether it's an angel or whether it's uh, politics or what's what's pulling on you, what's 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 making you conscious, we started talking about those things today, and and it was no theoretical or dogmatic. Scripture says this, or uh, this preacher says this, or um, or this practitioner speaks this kind of language, or this book. It was all about Jesus. That's what it got down to. In the final moments, as we were connecting the dots in this fellowship we were having in the Holy Ghost, the presence of God was thick in the atmosphere. It was permeating both of us deep in the throne room of God as we were talking, and his brain was being healed on the spot. I could see it in the spirit. I could see deep roots and shoots of joy and fruit of happiness and pleasure and favor and honor and all the de- dots were connecting spiritually before my eyes and he was brightening up. And then he walked me back to my home and he sat for a few more uh, minutes and we chatted a little bit more. We couldn't disconnect from the fellowship we were having. It was such a wonderful celebratory time. And it was all prophetic. He was speaking prophetically. I was speaking prophetically. We were speaking as the word of God on the earth in flesh and blood co-creators with God creating our future it was such a spectacular event and I'll talk more about our conversations because it was a very rare encounter with the Lord and somebody else that I didn't even know and he doesn't even quote unquote claim any religious background we were just talking in the spirit and it got down to it we both knew it was Christ on the inside of us and it was a stunning moment you could say somebody's born again, but how do I know? The Bible says the Spirit of God comes like the wind. You don't know when somebody is, is generating new spiritual roots and fruits and shoots of personality. You don't, you don't know when that's happening. You know, when you're trying to discern the quote-unquote mysticism of, uh, of the born-again experience. We don't even understand that word means born severally from above. That means the Spirit is constantly generating. That's the other word for, for, for born. It means to generate. The Greek means generating severally spiritually from above. It's a several generations, constant revelation that God is bringing to the earth. It is not just a wave. It's not just a wave of glory at the time of a 
church meeting. It's not, and I'm not against those times, but the presence of God is constant and active. And when you start seeing it on a, on a more real and deeper level in your heart, you start seeing that the kingdom of God is not limited by who understands salvation and who doesn't. The Spirit of God is on the same level as you and I and each individual, even in the children that we are known to be prodigals. I don't know what this guy's like. I don't know if he's a prodigal. I don't even know. I'm not making any judgments. I'm just getting to know the guy. And the interesting thing is, Jesus gives me insight about people as I talk to him when I get home and start meditating on the conversations. And I know some things about this guy. He needs some healing. But the same token is, I need some healing too because when the brother's of the family and it whether that's the brother of Abel and the brother of Cain or whether that's two brothers on the same side of harmony you know there's harmony in both Cain and Abel when you look through people you look through people's outer expressions and you look at the spirit on the inside of them through the blood of Christ and you see the kingdom of God on the inside of these people now that may seem strange to some but very eye-opening to others because we were talking about polarities today we were talking about how sometimes you can get caught up in a polarity that is I am one way about this particular teaching of life and maybe I'm on the other side of the spectrum maybe I'm not ultra conservative like check everything to the Bible and make sure that chi and life and vitality all mean the same thing I'm not I'm not talking about breaking things down on a theoretical level between teachers and churches and institutions and left liberalism or right liberal uh right you know uh conservatism conservatism can't even say the word but we were talking about these polarities on many different levels spiritually in Christ throughout the religions throughout um uh, practice of uh things like uh energy and atomic energy and we're talking about these polarities and putting it all together in Christ and it was not like secular versus church or anything like that we were talking about all sorts of those things we were talking in the kingdom as brothers as if Ephesians chapter 2 is real to you and I right now that he, he, he got rid of the enmity of the flesh we were talking spirit to spirit it was such a delightful time and he gave me gave me a, a fist pounding of the fist as brothers and we hugged hugged each other's hands and he went away in joy and I went away in joy and I still don't know this guy I mean he's such a deep well I mean he's had 60 years on this planet and he just needed an ear today that's what I'm talking about and he was talking about it too he's talking about walking in the now Walking in the experience that you're, you're experiencing by the life on the inside of you. He broke it down to conscious awareness, but what is the mind of Christ? It's conscious awareness, right? Conscious awareness of what is true and what is not. What is bitter and what is sweet. What is liberal in the use of understanding eternal things or whether it's 
Maybe it's just a lot of freedom. Maybe it's a lot of depth. Maybe it's you're just soaring as an eagle right now, thinking about these things in Christ. Or maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's not just soaring as an eagle, but maybe it's taking some of this to the other side of polarity and saying, I got to get this grounded in Scripture, right? I got to see this. Jesus talks about trances in the Bible. He talks about how he catches you up in a moment in time where the kingdom is so deep and so real with people where it doesn't seem to be so deep and real in other moments when you're stressed when you're tired when you're wrestling with the principalities of this world you know I've learned to distance myself I've learned that distance is good warfare it's not that I'm not willing to take on giants I'm taking on plenty right now I'm talking about the fact that when you start to separate from the world in the realm of decoherence that we were talking about today in the realm of uh, you know, positive energy quantum level energy just decohering the stress in your body just saying I'm going to separate negative from positive I'm going to bring a little bit more central focus to where maybe maybe I started off really excited in this podcast but maybe I'm toning things down and getting a little bit more central right a little bit weighing a little bit you know, we're talking about warfare right Weighing a little bit of that stress, balanced with a little bit of deep kingdom joy and happiness. You know, I know the struggle out there. I know it's painful. I know a lot of people are really pressing into the kingdom because there's harvest out there right now that people are not getting. Because there's some giants holding things back called fraud. That's a past season. But some people are still wrestling. Or some people have the answers, but some people don't. Right? That's the warfare we're in. We want to see more victory throughout the world throughout this nation, throughout our hometown, right, in our neighborhoods. And so we've been talking, and I just connected with another friend I haven't seen in 20 years. Don't know nothing about the guy. Just know that I shared my testimony 20 years ago, and he was connecting the dots with me in a a CSU uh, football uh, Woody's fired, wood-fired pizza. College town parlor. Just sitting down, just got back from South America, experiencing some things with the Lord down there and just just got saved real fresh fire of God I mean didn't know didn't know kingdom from calamity but I was kingdom oriented deep inside fresh fire walking through life by the grace of God we bump arms three amigos his three friends I sit down with them share my testimony not coerced by you know gotta go out there and uh do the evangelism, right? Get a, get a street ministry going. No, I was just walking as a friend, man. I was just walking as a friend up to these guys, hometown buddies, and I don't know what they know about Jesus, but I just shared my testimony. Some the, some seeds fell on some good ground, and this guy, 20 years later, is talking to me like a brother, man. I mean, deep kingdom talk. We're not just talking uh, light spiritualism we're talking about calling each other man of god and sharpening some iron i mean this man has grown over 20 years so have i we're just deep in the spirit today fellowshipping over the realms of god that just are unfolding isn't it great isn't it so powerful when you can make that quantum level separation of stress and joy step on the inside start walking in the nature of who you are start connecting deep in the kingdom it's possible some people really experience it all the time some people this is falling on fresh ears 
And you're saying, this is pretty nice. Jesus is a happy-go-lucky guy, isn't he? Boy, I can buddy up with this guy, man. I can. He's a good friend, isn't he? Right? Some people have lost that. They lost their first love. Their first love is penetrating joy. It's like the seed meeting the egg. It's, born, it's a birthing process. You're stepping into your first love. Some people, that's many years of reading the scriptures. Some people, it's an encounter in the throne room. It's an encounter. It's a vision. Out of vision, when I met Jesus, he showed me, me as a four-year-old, holding a piece of straw in my mouth in the middle of the field up in the mountains where I grew up, living in Timbuktu, living on the frontier, living on a ranch outside the city, far and gone from the city, 50 miles outside of the city in the mountains, in an unpopulated region, 40 acres of land that I got to run around on as a kid. He knew all about it. He was with me all the time. He was eating on earth. I just didn't know it. And 23 years later, Jesus brings me back to those times. He says, I've waited 23 years for this moment. And he had a deep long suffering, a deep joy, a deep patience, a deep gentleness, knowing that the right time would come predictively. And he meant that he wanted friendship. It wasn't a question of whether he wanted friendship. I already accepted it. At a moment in time, we became best buds. And then somewhere down the line, I get introduced to dogmatic divisions in the church and all this and that, church splits and all the crazy stuff, man. And somehow I got got lost. I lost. Jesus became more scripture than he became present. And I started, I started getting back into his presence. Not even seeking the heavenly places. Just saying, hey man, you're here. You're on the earth. The Holy Spirit's present. You're on the inside of me. You've connected the dots. You're my best friend. You're my, you're my life. You're my confidant. You're my mentor. You're my master. You're my teacher. Talk to me, God. Talk to me, Jesus. He started talking to me. Started talking to me like a best friend and a commander as well but always a best friend very gentle very gentle he would just say things like patience and I just meditate on that word I I heard his voice patience I come back and say what else do you want to speak to me Jesus and he say patience equals discernment walk away man I start thinking about that Man, he's saying something. That means I can separate the outer noise, right, by being patient. Patience gives me a little bit of discernment. What's going on? Is this voice that's external? And if it if it's the Holy Spirit coming into my proximity and talking to me, is it within me at the same time, maybe? Or is it apart from the Holy Spirit externally? started thinking all these questions how do you discern is this is this a demon no it's not a demon Jesus I know his voice so well even though there was a time where I was very skeptical because we were dealing with a high level of anxiety at the time but Jesus started talking to me and said patience equals discernment discernment equals what discernment equals distinction 
We've gone over that in the last few classes. It's been a great 10-day journey. If you didn't get into that 10-day journey, it's, it's talking about how to go from throne room on the inside with Jesus to prophesying on the outside what he says and seeing it come to pass a hundredfold. That's the secret I'm going to give you in an upcoming broadcast how me and Jesus have partnered over billions of dollars of resources creating storehouses for this lean season that I saw coming back in 2014 and he stepped me into the prophetic understanding of how to command resources and it showed up in headline newses headline newsstands okay I'm seeing it fresh on Google I do I Google and I Google and I Google until I find remnants of his prayers being answered and uh, I kid you not I've seen I've seen five million dollars show up on a headline news of a mother's magazine of commanding ten million dollars to come into the economy for people that need pregnancy and pre-pregnancy outreach funding and I commanded it and it came to pass now that's ten million dollars that's just a fraction of what we've talked about if you're best friends with Jesus he's like he's like with you and Abraham he talks to you what he's gonna do with the city with the nation with the world he talks to you about things and even judgments to come rewards and judgments to come he talks to you about these things because he can trust that you'll clarify one thing truth comes by innocence innocence by the Word of God that you know but also what has become light your conscience and spiritual understanding that gives you access to his mastermind mentorship on the inside God bless you hey and on a more exciting well not a more exciting boy that was pretty exciting didn't want to change the tempo too much but hey guys if you're really ecstatic about hearing some prophetic music that I've put together the first intro clip that you heard at the introduction of this podcast it's digital music that Jesus and I and many other contributors put together in a dynamic audio saga of events that are prophetic in nature you can even see it in the throne room I've had visions listening to this music but it's absolutely stunning opportunity to raise your conscience a little higher a little higher frequency and enjoy some modern day revival. Revolution.